Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. We have a um, couple of things we need to make sure that we get to today. Mm-hmm. Jimmy won the celebrity death pool with he Barbara did, Walters. Yeah, he stole her from you. Yeah. So he has to pick some prank calls for you and I to do, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping we can record today and then play back tomorrow. Right? Yeah. The problem is, is... How do I say this? Jimmy is... Limited in his creativity when it comes to this type of stuff. Yeah, this is not his forte. No, Prank you and I are that sort of thing. Way better at like if Jimmy had lost or if I had won, yeah. I would have come up with some. Oh yeah, the, the possibilities would be endless. Yes, would have yeah. been like amazing. Or right? Jimmy's like, you gonna call a grocery store and ask for sour cream? Okay. What? <laughs> All right. So we're going to get some help with uh, Jimmy has to pick these prank calls. So we're going to get him some help from you. Yeah. Uh, also, we need to deal with Jimmy's racism today mm. on the show. Yeah. It's a big it's issue. A Tabor thing. He was back home. Yeah. He's over at Corn Fest there. Yeah. We'll deal with, that. we'll deal with that probably in the next hour. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. Worth mentioning because we actually got a couple of ideas already. Let's not read any of the ideas on on the air. No. Anything that comes in because we want it to be a surprise tomorrow. Jimmy sucks at this stuff, and it was actually, it's unfortunate that he won the latest Celebrity Death Pool because if Grant and I would have won it, mm-hmm. we would have already had ideas. We'd be, we'd be playing them. Like, we would have been in the can. Jimmy is just... I'm not as diabolical, and... Uh, I don't think it's diabolical. It's just... You're meaner than I am. No. You no. threatened to stab us three, four times a week. Have I? We're, we're smarter. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's easier for you to mess with people than, I, than me. It's just a different sense of humor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I, I don't know what it is. Jimmy's, like I say, he's the ref, your refrigerator's running guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go catch it. You should call a grocery store in Norquay and see if they've got his cheese. <laughs> his family used to own a grocery oh, I store. His cheese, though. I don't. Anyways. So we need help. We need help. So yeah. if you have any prank call ideas. So here's what happened. So Jimmy won the latest round of the Celebrity Death Pool, round 17. Mm -hmm. Okay? So whenever we have a loser, 
the losers have to do the wager. And the wager was the two losers have to do the prank calls picked by the winner. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I said to Jimmy, I said, after he gave me uh, sorry, gave me his ideas for Grant and I, I was like, those are awful. We'll go to the phones. So text us 780-989-0957. Keep that going if you have any suggestions on, uh, on prank calls that we can make. Grant and I. Okay. Mm-hmm. They can be something specific. To our personalities, they could be random. Right, we did get one that I think might work. Right, mm-hmm. the foreskin one. We don't need to get into the details, that but one that could that, work. Good, that yeah. might work. That that's that's a contender at this point. I'll tell you what, Jimmy. Um, because you won, you get to be the the, the sort of the deciding vote on okay. on what we do as they uh, come in. All right, all right. I don't know if the mullet's working. When did you get your haircut? Like, when did you get it recut last night? Right after work. And the Oilers blew a lead. Yeah. So at the beginning of the season, Jimmy tried to incorporate the power of the mullet. Mm-hmm. And he's been rocking a mullet. Well, trying to inspire the, pro- the Oilers. You know what it is? I think the problem is, is that maybe the power of the mullet is lost on you because you are like a human Shia pet. That mullet will be gone in an hour. Goes in too fast. Yeah, so you don't, like, people don't know you have a mullet because it just becomes a, a fro <laughs> like that. Instantly. <laughs> you look good, though. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we need more people on board. We might. Maybe you need to hit the streets and try to convince people to grow in it. You need help. Maybe the Oilers need more people. You need to grow a skullet. T- yeah. Locker. I don't know if that's helping anybody. <laughs> that man right across from me, Grant Johnson, is our study king. So this one is saying um, that getting more sleep may be better than having extra money in the bank when it comes to increasing your happiness. Um, they surveyed 2,000 adults, examined the connection between happiness and sleep. Um, 40% of those who are very happy with their lives are more likely to get excellent sleep. Um, yeah. So I think getting sleep may be better than having extra money if you want to be happy. I was just going to, I'm going to throw a number out there. Okay. And, and I don't know if I'm anywhere near the, the, the number. But I, I have a feeling, just based on the people that I know, that I think it's close to 50% of the population doesn't get enough sleep. I would even say um, higher than that. Just, really? I mean, it's just based on people I know, but it feels like outside of us, everyone I talk to has issues sleeping. They're going to take like... Um, Medication or yeah, or, yeah, or it's a long process to get to sleep, yeah, or, or whatever, yeah. Man, it is it melatonin. It, that's what I was trying to think. It, yeah, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. I know that once you get to sleep, you sleep, but I don't think you actually sleep well. I don't think Jimmy. you sleep. You've learned to live with very little sleep, and uh, do you have trouble getting to sleep? No, when I'm tired i'm out you've said in the past that a lot of times you lay there thinking though that's when i wake up like after being asleep for a few hours and then sometimes i have a hard time falling back to sleep so you'll wake up at like midnight 1 a.m and then lay there if you're squirreling on something or whatever something you said or whatever yeah yeah Mm. yeah yeah i I think it's i I feel bad for people i i last i always 
we're able talking about this because I think people get angry when I say, oh, I have no problem sleeping. I, I lie down and just... That's like last night, I'll be honest, I wasn't even tired. And I was like, I should go to sleep. <laughs> I just, I could put myself to sleep. <laughs> but a funny, sto- a funny story, though, in a vehicle, I could sleep. Oh, yeah, you're a giant like, toddler. We'll put him in the back like seat. When I was, yeah, that's true. When I took the bus home, I, on my way to Calgary, that's I was sitting in a two-person seat. Like, there was two people, me and somebody else. She's like, holy man, you fell asleep fast, and I was snoring right in her face. And you were in the middle seat? No, I was on the... She was on the aisle, and I was Asleep. on the window. Pound Off Express has the double seats, right? Well, you also also uh, always sleep good after doing that deed, too, right? In the bathroom. <laughs> That's actually really good advice. If Jimmy uh, shows up at your place just randomly as a, as yeah. a locker room listener, which which happens like more often than you would probably think, and he's annoying you, just put him in the back seat of your car and drive around the block. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be able to like a le- time now for some words from the spiritual leader of the locker room. Please remove your hats. Here's Pastor Jimmy. Today, we all say goodbye to Jimmy the Giraffe. Jimmy, who called Plumpton Park Zoo home. Let's join the town of Rising Sun, Maryland, in mourning the oldest giraffe. Let's take a moment in remembering this four-legged icon. At the time of his death, he was the oldest giraffe at the age of 26 and a half years old. He was the sixth oldest giraffe recorded on to date. His life ended with a condition in his hoof and leg that did not get better, but the zoo veterinarians humanely euthanized him to stop his pain. Jimmy is survived by his wife Annie and his two children, Lizzie and Jimmy Jr. We say goodbye to our long-legged friend. Amen. Rest in peace, Jimmy. The giraffe. Both Jimmys have limps, it sounds like. (laughs) The lists. They're out. They start coming out in December, and you know what? A lot of times, and and here's what I've learned over the years: you can sit down and you can you can go over a list of stuff, and if it means something to you, you might be angry if a band you love or an artist or a yeah. show or what. It doesn't even matter if it's not represented where you think it needs to be represented. But I know for a fact that when these organizations that put these lists together, when they sit down and they come up with these lists, they do things on purpose so that people talk about it. To because that's attention. exactly what we're doing right now. And they go out of their way to do it, mm-hmm. right? So Rolling Stones magazine puts together a list of the top 200 singers of all time. And they completely... Snub, our Canadian treasure, Celine Dion. 200 singers, and they can't find a spot for Celine Dion? Go over, like, some that are on there, just so that we can... I can do the top 10. Yeah, so we can point out how ridiculous it is that she wasn't included. Well, let's do top 10. Al Green, Otis Redding, Beyonce... Oh, come on. Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, 
Mariah Carey, Billy Holiday. Okay, all of these are worthy of but, some sort but of then list. Let's go to like the two hundreds. Because I mean, at least Rosalia. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Glenn Danzig is on the list. Dancing mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, come on. I mean, listen, I, I'm not going home and drawing a hot bath and you know lighting a bunch of candles and putting Cylon Dylon on. No, but you put her on the list. She's got a voice. I yeah. mean, you might not like her music, but she's marginally better than dancing. <laughs> <laughs> We see you, Celine Dion. We see you. <laughs> All right? We got your back, girl. <laughs> We're here for you. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. When we first started this show, we... Uh started doing the celebrity death pool and we're up to round 17 we need to make picks for round 18 here soon so what happened because we're betting on people dying Mm -hmm. we try to make the wagers for the two losers somewhat painful and uh, over the course of the last 17 rounds for the most part it has been a little bit uncomfortable probably the worst one was um, Jimmy and I had to go vegan for a month (laughs) (laughs) That was a big commitment. That was a couple I, years ago. I think we, I think we lasted two and a half weeks or something. You guys like that. made it a long time, and then we ended it with you guys just buying me a beer. And then uh, Grant and I had to go sober one September. That lasted, that lasted about, about seven about hours, ten days. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll make our picks soon. We need to deal with the wager for this latest round, which Jimmy won. Um, he had Barbara Walters. We don't need to get into the details of that, but he did cheat to get it, um, that pick. Anyway, yeah. uh, we lost old Babs. She passed away on the weekend, and... Um, the two losers, so Grant and I need to make prank calls. We're looking for some help here because Jimmy's ideas were awful. So text us. This is the last time I'm doing this, Jimmy. Okay. All right. So you got to come up with something if we don't get a good suggestion here. 780-989-0957. If you have any thoughts on what we can do for prank calls... Um, or maybe the start of an idea, even yeah. if it's something that we can sort of sink our teeth into and maybe deal with. I want to record them today after nine. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, we can't do a lot of prank calls until most people are at work. Or yeah, the businesses aren't this, open. Yeah, that kind of a thing. So we're going to record them today and play them back around this time tomorrow. So we're looking for prank call ideas to 7809890957. If it's more involved than it takes a phone call, we'll 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 keep the phone lines open. Mm-hmm. All right? There. That's it. We're not doing I'm not picking this, this up for another okay. 4 hours. Last chance. All right. Okay. Hopefully we get a couple of good ideas. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Big news, everybody. The company in charge of building the above-ground walking speed train that stops at red lights has announced that the repair work to the cracks in the concrete on the elevated sections of the tracks has been finished. And in other news, Edmontonians have complained about a shortage of flex seal in the city. It's all gone for some reason. Can't find it anywhere. 
Soon enough, Edmontonians will be able to ride the new train. And as I've said before, as long as everybody stays perfectly still on the train and nobody jumps when you're on the elevated sections, the repairs to the concrete should, should hold up. Fine, should be fine, everybody. You know, there are some concerns about the safety, and I get that. It's been a few years delayed, and things are breaking and cracking already. So my idea to win over the public, because we need people to ride this thing, so to convince people that this thing is 100% safe, city council needs to be the first ones to ride on it. <laughs> Maybe even like a whole day. We put the whole council on the train... <laughs> We send them back and forth a few times, and then I think people will be convinced. To be honest, though, for myself, I mean, I used to ride around in some pretty sketchy cars, you know, tires wobbling, holes in the car floor, so a little flex seal holding the thing together, I'm not that worried about it. The Grant Report is brought to you by The Locker Room Underwear, now available on our merch page, Text for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is a local burger joint, Flatboy Burgers. They're uh, not far from us up in uh, Old Strathcona. They actually operate out of the Granite Curling Club. Okay. So there's the kitchen and the curling club, and that's where they have the restaurant. So they signed up people for a January challenge? Yeah. I wish I would have seen this. They said it's a a different kind of New Year's resolution. It's the burger diet. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) it's the certified flatty diet. Okay. And they challenge you to eat one double flat boy burger every day in January. And if you sign up and if you do it, you complete your task, they will reimburse you for every burger you had. Okay, so they had like 11 people or something sign up for it. Could you do it? I think I could. I I, love burgers. Yeah. I could. I could eat burgers every day. No problem. I think I could. So 31 of them in a row? Yeah, no problem. I wouldn't have a problem at all. Especially a a tasty smash burger, which these are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all over it. I don't think that would be an issue. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. I'm definitely. Uh, like I'm the guy that could eat the same thing every day. Like there's no yeah. problem. <laughs> like I. I do that. I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm like, wow, well, would I get sick of burgers? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You have eggs every day. I've been eating burgers for how many years? I've never gotten sick of a burger. I've never no. been like, oh, I had burgers once. Today. I'll have them twice in a day. I've never gone home after a trip to a burger joint and gone. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, N- never. And I'm also not the guy who's like. You know, some people are like, oh, we had burgers two days ago. We should have something different. Like, nah, give it to me. (laughs) Yeah, I actually went to try it yesterday. I was going to, well, I'll go try these guys because I haven't had a Flat Boy burger yet. Um, But they don't open till 11. And uh, I get a little growly after the show. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a word you of advice. Can't wait till then. Yeah. If you're a burger joint, you could open up early. <laughs> but how do you get a little growly after the show? You eat all the way during the show. It's, I'm, I'm a yeah. But then he's ready for lunch. He I'm has breakfast. He has breakfast here. Sometimes I have two lunches. <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. Posted a video yesterday, um, kind of making fun of. The rideshare program that I started that was specifically for Jimmy called yes. not not Uber but Luber locks Uber, 
And um, so we joked about it for a couple of months after I moved. And if Jimmy wanted to ride, I'd have to, he'd have to pay me a flat rate of 10 bucks and there'd be surcharges and blah, <laughs> funny stuff. So we decided to do a video. I went and grabbed him um, on Monday, took him to the liquor store and we videotaped it all and put it up. It's like a three minute, four minute video. It went up on mm -hmm. YouTube and we got a couple of people and they weren't saying, hey, I was offended. You guys were being racist, but there was a, a moment where in the video where Jimmy says something and I was unaware of it, but apparently it is an offensive term. I've heard that it's offensive, but I didn't know if people actually like like cared. cared. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've heard that you're not supposed to say it, but I was like, I don't know if anyone actually follows that or abides by that. I had no that. idea. That I've been racist for all these years. Well, Not surprising. That doesn't surprise anybody. Uh, to be fair, though, to Jimmy, I like I said, I I was unaware that the term was offensive yeah. at, until somebody pointed out, hey, by the way, you might want to take a look at this. So just a heads up, we have removed the offensive term. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's been edited. There's, there's an edit. There's a beep over it. Uh, I mean, I think people might be able to guess what you said even with the beep, um, but we've reposted the video on our Locker Room YouTube page. And this isn't the first time that we've had to deal with Jimmy being racist. <laughs> I had no idea. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, well... You're from Tabor. You're from Tabor. And that was another racist moment with the Locker Room's James P. White. Don't be like James. I wanted to read this out loud because, and again, listen, I get that people are trying to help out this service community, right? Mm -hmm. I, I understand that. I, with what happened with COVID, I was very, very much on team, like, tip. Mm -hmm. I was very much on team, go out, have a meal, even though costs have gone up ridiculously um but i think this is also okay to say out loud now because there was this conversation last year where you know 15 percent might not be good enough yeah they were sick because now a lot of times if you go in uh on the machine like the option is 18 percent yeah it's bumped up yeah and you know what you know it's you got, you got to help these people out, mm -hmm. and 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 I've I've sort of been in that sort of well, I feel bad for these people, feel bad for the you know for that that business really took it you know mm -hmm. in the hoop during COVID. So I was like occasionally tipping eighteen percent, but I read this article where this expert was like, listen. Um, somebody just arbitrarily decided that it was 18%. That doesn't necessarily need to happen. It can still be 15%. Okay. So my thing is like, yeah, I like tip in. I, you know, I want to help people out or whatever, but it is so expensive to go have a meal now. Yeah. Uh, that if, if they like, what's better, a better, higher tip or people come in more frequently. Exactly. Right. So if it's a little less costing, maybe people will return more often rather than, like we don't go out at that's all a good That's a good point. <laughs> like we've yeah. stopped going out too because yeah. it's too expensive. We we went. We had pizza once, and I'm trying to remember if we went out. And we went for a drink with my daughter, and I made her pay. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, though, 
is He's got a job now, so I'm like, <laughs> it's time to pay up. But the, another round <laughs> doing the Jimmy, the making thing, a double. The thing is, though, in a restaurant, how expensive the food is isn't the server's fault, and the tip goes to the server. So if you're Jimmy, listen, you don't need to do server, this. Everyone but, already likes you, but it's you don't only, need to sit here. No, and- no, I don't. <laughs> The thing is, though, is how expensive the food is does, doesn't determine the service. If you're getting good service from a waiter, but waitress, whatever. Then tip 15%. 15 is still good, I think. And the tip is the only part of it you can control. You can't control how much your meal costs, but you can save maybe a little bit of money. If you weren't working for a month, you'd be eating out of a dumpster. So I, I find it amazing. Two weeks. <laughs> I find it amazing that you've decided that you're you go out less because of the cost. You need to admit that everyone is. No, I do. But when I do go out, I've seen Jimmy tip twenty five percent. Stupid! You're you're being an idiot. It's it's you know what? Listen, I'm with Grant. I'm with Grant. It, it, the costs, if they came down, we'd all go out more, and everybody would be making more money. Right, like yeah. I, I still do the ten percent if I'm at a coffee shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, 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 I have no shame. You can look over my shoulder if you want. I'll hit the other button. <laughs> I have no problem punching ten in there. You went and made me a coffee. You poured me a cup of coffee. I got to go get my cream, and there's a lid over there. I got to put on it by myself. I'm only giving you ten percent. I'm okay if it's only a dollar eighteen or whatever. I'm pretty good with like. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed to give ten percent even. For coffee, like some I know that? people that don't tip on deliveries and stuff like that. Yeah. They'll tip if they go to a restaurant and they get service from the kitchen. You know, when I right? have a hard time tipping is if I'm picking something up from a restaurant. Like I did, I, I drove there. I mean, they still made the food, but I'll I still, still do it. But. I still throw ten percent at them. Like yeah. if I if we go if I drive to the restaurant, order it over whatever, and I drive to grab, I'll still because I th- I hope it does. My thought is is that the tip is actually going to the workers, so the okay. front line and yeah. the kitchen and everything like that. When when you I am like what grabbing when when, you, when I am grabbing like from a food court and they say whatever, do you want a tip? I don't do more than ten percent either. If I'm picking up like at you know Subway or something like that, but you're, I don't. Grant and I have seen you tip over twenty percent, but that's in a bar in a, in a bar in a restaurant because they're you know bringing you the your. Food, making sure my beer's you always full. You also want them to love you. Making sure my beer's you always want them full. To love you know. You. <laughs> no, it's called being nice. What goes around comes around. If you're nice and to other really people, people they will like be you. nice you really to you. Want people to love you. If you're an a hole like you two, people will constantly be a holes to you. I'm not an a hole when we go out. No, I'm not. and they're probably laughing at you when you're tipping twenty five percent. Yeah, look at that. This guy, the overweight drunk midget, just gave me 50 bucks. I've seen where he lives. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Morning, Cruise. Hey, Locke, how you doing? Good, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, uh, you got to remember, you're about my age. you got to remember back in the day when you go to the full-service gas station, you tip uh, the gas jockey, too. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I worked at a gas station when I was a kid for a summer, and I got tips. Yeah. Do you tip your garbage man? Yeah, you check the oil, you wash the windows, you fill the gas, you got a, a dollar tip or something like that, right? The only other people that I can think of that I tipped was maybe like when I was getting my hair cut. 
but I, that's been a long time. I've too. heard. Of, I've known garbage people that now, have been like. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is one hundred percent true or not. It might be just urban myth. But I recall hearing something about tipping started back in like the nineteen thirties when you used to go to the bars and you had to pay cash and they never ran you a tab, right? So yeah. Tip came from to ensure prompt service. Yeah. Well. That's the thing with the the garbage um, people that are picking up your garbage every week. Give them a tip once a year, and I've talked to them, and they're like, "We'll pick up anything you put on the curb." <laughs> Do you give us a Christmas yeah. bonus? Could be anything. Yeah, we'll pick up anything you throw down there. Body. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Tony. Tony. Thanks for the call, Tony. Hey, you guys, take care. And now, nerd news with James P. White, the first. <laughs> So it actually, they, Henry Cavill's back in the news. He's actually entering the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, so he's going to be a Marvel character, Captain Britain. So he's going to be in the upcoming movie. Captain Britain? Captain America and the New World Order, and oh, he's he going to be... He's going to be Captain Britain. So it's basically the that? equivalent of Captain America, but from Britain. Can they do that? Go from DC to... Like, he's Superman. Now he's just going to be Captain Britain? A lot of them have done that. Have there's, they? There's been other actors that have done that. Let's focus on his mental health right now, okay? <laughs> Let's have that conversation. I think people that are close to Henry need to stay in touch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's at this point in his career where he loses something that was probably pretty special to him. I mean, think about it. If okay. if if you really sit down and break it down, what do you want to be? Like, wh- what superhero do you want to? Superman. Superman's the the pinnacle. He's it's the, the king top of, of the mountain. King King King. Right? Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, somebody tells you someday that you can't be Superman anymore, and you have to put this teacup over your nuts, <laughs> and you're Captain Britain. <laughs> Yeah. I think we should keep an eye on him. I honestly, that's I mean, a classic he's gonna, rebound, right? Yeah, he's gonna. He's been out at the bar, and he's he's not going home with Superman anymore. He's yeah, yeah. That's that's a rebound that all the friends are like. Hmm, is he okay? It's Captain Britain. If you got time today, send him a note. Send Henry a note on Twitter. Thinking about you, buddy. <laughs> Poor. Milk, how you doing? Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Merry New Year. Christmas, all that jazz. Um, we should probably start with the the home ice conversation. This team again <laughs> having trouble. It's annoying. And this has been this isn't a new thing. Like this isn't, hey, what's going on? They they've always this team has had trouble. They've struggled at home last year too. And Rogers kind of yeah. well. Last year, they were actually really good at Rogers. There was a place okay. where last year, the Oilers kind of ran the show at home, which is what you would expect a good team to do. But this year, they're 9-11-1 at Rogers' place. They've got four or five straight losses at home. It's just... And the, and the way they're losing is so frustrating. Like, last night against the Kraken, they have a 2 nothing lead after, you know, 20, 
three minutes or something like that, you should think they're in good shape. And then they go off and rattle five goals against in a row. It's very frustrating. I don't know why the Oilers can't put it together at home. It's like they play way more. They work tighter or something when they play at Rogers Place more, as opposed to when they're playing on the road. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're gripping their sticks a little bit more. There seems to be more urgency when they're on the road for some reason. Right? Yeah. Yeah, The because the home record is a real problem right now. They have to figure it out. They yeah, have to. and they've got a few games in a row here. Islanders tomorrow, Avalanche Saturday, right? So, yeah, that, yeah they some they tough sl- games. I mean, the Islanders, I don't know. Well, they don't play that good against weak teams. <laughs> so, yeah, the Islanders no, are like Last night was another example of it. And even though the Kraken and the Oilers were tied in the standings last night, I still looked at that as a game that the Oilers should win. There was no reason they should have lost to the Kraken, especially with the way the game started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dry Settles back. Um, he had a. I remember when when um, Sidney Crosby was out periodically through the course of a couple it was a couple years ago when he had concussions and stuff well, no no this was a this is something different okay and they were talking about he had a core injury uh, i remember it being the first time i was like what the hell is that and uh, i remember it being something that kind of dogged him for for like a half of his season kind of a thing i'm hoping that isn't the case with dry yeah, I I really don't know too much about it. Obviously, he missed those para games. Was back last night. Looked okay. Had a goal that was ultimately disallowed. But yeah, I'm with you. If this lingers, that's that's a problem. And as somebody with a giant gut, I don't feel that I am at risk of any core injury. But um, <laughs> yeah, we need Drysdale to be back and healthy as possible because just, frankly, just the a, team needs a more politically correct way of saying groin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think, like, it could, because you could have your obliques in there. You could have your abs in there. You could have all kinds of things in that general zone. So, who knows? Like, I'm no scientist. I just imagine gut hurt bad. That's uh, my, that's my prognosis. Hockey is notoriously bad for that, too. Upper body injury, lower body injury. Like, some sports, yeah. baseball, they'll, like, break down exactly what's going on with the player. And yeah. hockey, they, they don't give you much. I don't know if they're afraid of players. I'm targeting it or, or but whatever. But you said but. it the other day when he was off. You were like, if Drysaddle's not playing, he's he's hurt. There's oh, something. Yeah. He had only missed like nine games before in his career or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. He had only missed eight or seven or eight games in the span of six years. So that was my concern, too. If he was out of the lineup, you know there was something going on. So whatever the core injury is, can't be good. Yeah. Well, the, the Kane thing, too, we should probably touch on that a bit. Um, he's he's skating again. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be injected back into the lineup anytime soon. But um, the fact that he's on the ice has to be viewed as a as a, as a real strong positive at this point in the season. For oh sure. man, because we need him too. Oh. Like not only do they need him for the goals that he provides, but he also provides a, li- a flavor of swagger on the ice that the team just doesn't have right now. Like yeah. it drives me nuts. When I'm watching an Oilers game and I see a situation that I personally think would annoy me if I was playing and there should be a scrum or a glove to the face or anything like that, mm-hmm. the Oilers aren't playing with that kind of urgency right now. And that's one thing I'm really looking forward to having Kane back in the lineup. They got to figure it out before you guys go to uh, Vegas on your Oiler Nation yes. trip next week, right? The 14th? Yeah, Nation vacation. We leave on Thursday, come back Sunday. It's going to be a fantastic trip. I'm super pumped about it. We haven't gone since before the thing happened. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to getting back down there and see what it's like. I'm sure Vegas misses you guys too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're rooming with Rick from the pint. Yeah, we got matching fanny packs we're rolling down there with. We're going to look great. Uh, awesome. Is that sold out? It is, isn't it? 
Yeah, we sold that baby out uh, back in October. Actually, it was it's been sold out for a minute, so it was finally yeah. finally time to go, and we're excited about it. Well, let us but know. We do have the trip to Toronto, though. Yeah, if you want to come with us to Toronto in March? That one's cool too. We're staying at the Royal York downtown, so it's a bougie hotel. We're watching a game in a suite. Wow, that one is up at nationgear.ca as well, so go check out the details. Well, that'll be a fun trip. There you go. Okay, excellent. Bag Milk, thank you for your uh, visit today and your time as always. Thank you, boys. Happy New Year. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.